What's up, everybody? Welcome to the podcast. I'm your host, Anthony. This is my co-host, Ben. How are you doing today, Ben? Doing good. Finally, not like completely sick. So hopefully, you know, those of you that hate nasally Ben, well, you still got to deal with him, but just slightly less than nasally, nasally Ben, you know? What about those of us that just hate Ben? Uh, you're listening to the, well, I don't want to say you're listening to the wrong podcast, because you're definitely listening to the right podcast, even if you do hate Ben. But, um, yeah, good, good luck with that. Um, so yeah, what's, what's happening today, Anthony? What, what are, well, what are we talking about? Well, today, today, as we're recording this is February 28th, 2019. And, uh, it'll be known as the day <laughs> Bryce Harper signed finally. Yeah. And that's, that's what we're going to lead off with today. Very rarely we lead off with baseball, but this, this story deserves it. Just for the sheer, like, absurdity of it, is yeah, the right word. Like, I don't, I don't know how else to describe paying someone damn near a third of a billion dollars over thirteen years to play baseball. See, what, what's what? What's the biggest thing for you? Is it, is it the money or is it the years? Like right away, what what's just like what the fuck? What which one jumps out at you first? The years for me were like what like I googled his age right afterwards because I was like I think he's around twenty five. Like I don't think like I wasn't like if he was like twenty three or something, I'd be like yeah, I guess that kind of makes sense. He's up up until he's like thirty six. Like people are baseball players usually still produce, but he's twenty six, which is like young now. So that means he's under contract until he's thirty nine. For the Phillies in the National League, where he can't like transition into like a DH role, yeah, which is ridiculous. Yeah, so for me, it's also the thirteen. I was just thinking about like, all right, thirteen years ago, I was like in like first or second grade, right? And I'm thinking like, what was baseball like back then? And it's just like that's like so long ago. I mean, just think about how many different players you know we've seen come and go between uh, two thousand and six and now. Just gonna th- like who was really good in like two thousand six? That's still like not even in the like you just say even in the league, but it's still just like producing at like a like a starter level, like not locker room presence on the bench. You know what I'm saying? I don't even know. What's Miguel Cabrera doing these days? I know he was he was off last year, right? He's Not in year 16? Year. Yeah, he's in year 16. Um, I mean, he still hit basically 300 last year. Uh, he didn't play many games, obviously, but, you know... Justin Verlander made his debut in two thousand five. Okay. Like, and and he, like most of the guys I can think of are like pitchers too. Yeah. Yeah, I mean, it it really is. It really is like tough. Um, it, which is just crazy to me. I mean, thirteen years and no opt-outs for him or the team. Yeah, that's crazy. That's that's insane. That's actually insane. Yeah. And I I think uh, another like underrated thing I saw 
in this story that I think we can expand to like other sports is that the Dodgers were willing to match the contract, but he wanted more from the Dodgers just because of the income tax, which I think we never really bring up like enough when it comes to like free agent signing for like certain places. Yeah. I, I, I found that absolutely fascinating. Right, right next to like just the numbers for a player that, like, talent-wise, has the talent to be the second best player in the league. I, I think that's not an unreasonable thing to say, right? No. But just consistency and just attitude-wise, that's always questionable. Yeah. I don't know. It's kind of weird. Yeah. You're putting him in a city in Philadelphia that's known to be kind of. Just volatile in general. Maybe not yeah. as much for their baseball, but still, I still can be easily. Yeah, you you want to, you know, what will actually make them volatile if you get paid that much money and fail to like really produce. Yeah, I, I'm still trying to think of someone that, that in 2006 is still like good today, and immediately I think of uh, not because he's still good today, but Albert Pujols, right? Because Albert Pujols signed an absolute mega deal too. Um, Albert Pujols is probably the only one you can think of who was like good in 2006, not just like in his like rookie or like second or third year, and w- would have like been able to sign the contract. Yeah, was his a ten year deal? I believe so. Jesus, he signed that at age 32. That's nuts. So, it's, but I think I think honestly that's that's the point of these deals, these these long ass deals. Is it's like you have this great player for the first couple years of it, and then you sort of deal with it down the road. You hope the cap goes up. You hope inflation. You hope just like everything else makes. You it. hope they retire. You hope they were, you you just like deal with it, like, and you just hope that that you get a good a good fraction. You know, like like you hope you get five good years. Uh, you know. Of of high level, high 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 level play. Um, I thought we were done with this for the most part after the like A Rod debacle. After just seeing how terrible that contract looked in those last few years for the Yankees, but apparently we're we're getting even crazier. I mean, yeah, it's just nuts. And again, I'll make the same point I make last week. These mega deals, the true mega deals, like this. This is a mega deal. How often do those really work out? I mean, like A Rod, right? That he got him a World Series, or he was he was on a World Series. Team. <laughs> he, I, I, yeah, he was on the team. Yeah, um, I would not say he got them that World Series, but like the the true mega deals, right? I it's just it's just hard to see this. It's really you know, I mean, if I ask you right now, over the course of this contract, over under, um, I don't know. If I give you over under a half, are you taking? You're probably taking the over, but like, are you? For World Series wins. For the Phillies? The Phillies. You gotta take the under. Yeah. If you gave me even odds for both, you gotta go under. I think I would too, because it's just so hard to win in, in baseball. And, and granted, you know, I think, I think. If you're constantly making the NLCS, you know, if you make the the NLCS the next, you know, you know, five times in the next seven years, I think I think you're happy too. Like, it's not just World Series or bust, but I mean, 
It just seems crazy to me. That's another player that that was actually good back then. Good now, Zach Granke. That's another. Oh yeah, Zach Granke. Although he had that like weird sabbatical of just like problems. Yeah. Physical, all of the above. Yeah. It's crazy to think. Now maybe we're different. Just thinking about just time frames, because of our age, whatever. Bryce Harper will not be done playing with the Phillies until we're in our mid-30s, fucking potentially with, like, kids. Like, that's ridiculous. That's it's ridiculous. absolutely ridiculous. Because he's playing with the Phillies. Like, that contract's not getting traded. No. I'm sorry. No. Yeah, good luck. I don't know, man. I mean, right, if you got a chance to sign Bryce Harper, I guess you do it, but it's crazy. It It is crazy. Uh, like, there's not much analysis I can really do. Like, it's just it's just absurd numbers. Um, I mean, I like, I like him going to the – Phillies, like, in the short term. Like, I like that Phillies team. They're young. They're fun. They got pitching. You had Bryce Harper. I mean, hopefully he doesn't throw up a goot, like, a terrible gear like he had last year as far as Bryce Harper's stance go, batting, like, 250. But Yeah. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Because that, that's, the, that's the big problem, right, is if, is if Jesus, man, he's just got a 13-year guaranteed deal. Like, like, can you imagine how much money he might have asked for? Like, if he actually had a good year last year. No kidding. Like, if he's not, you know, an MVP caliber next year, are you already regretting it? I, I don't know if you're already regretting it, but you're already getting like death threats from like the fans. Yeah, it's without yeah. a doubt. I don't know. Um, is, is there anyone in the league you would give that contract to, like, right now in baseball? Like, no matter their age, if they're a free agent or not, like, you would be like, all right, starting next year on, I'll give you that amount of money. I, I can't think of anybody. And Mookie, Mookie's young, but do you really want to give. He's not that much younger, though. He's what? An 20, outfielder? 24? Yeah, that's true. 25? No, he's the same age. He's 26. Is he Jesus? I don't know. I, I don't even know because I feel like there isn't that many like proven um, young players out there like that you'd really give it to. Because what what age would you give it to? Like like someone that's like 22, like 23? 22, I think that's what you said earlier, right? Like 24 like tops I think is like is where you're like, yeah. We probably will probably still get like production out of you. Yeah, like you're you're never giving it to a pitcher ever, right? No, no. no. Bregman, how old's Bregman? Twenty four. Twenty four. Third baseman should age well. Yeah, I mean that's a candidate, but he's never produced it like to that level. 
I don't know. I mean, he was that, sixth in war this year in the AL. I mean, I mean that's like advanced, like like. I think you got to move past just advanced stats when you're giving up that much money. He was third in offensive war this year, Bregman. Uh, I guess he didn't even crack 300, so it doesn't really bode well going forward. I think, like, if you gave that to like Mike Trout this year, he, that contract ends when he's 40. Like, yeah, it's it really is tough. It's just something you wouldn't give that contract to the best, like, unanimous, unanimously the best player in baseball right now. Yeah. I don't even like other sports. Like I can't, I can't possibly imagine. Even. Yeah, I'm mean, certainly, you know, like '07 LeBron, you'd give it to, right? I get, like, like, even not, the, not even hindsight, just you would. What would be the equivalent to like that contract, like in another sport, as far as just like how much money you'd have to give? Because like the salary stuff is different. You honestly, you'd probably you'd probably have to go to soccer for some of the mega deals, but it's it's they're not as long, you know. I mean, Neymar makes absolutely absurd money because because the thing is, the NBA you obviously can't go there with the the max, and then football you know nothing's guaranteed, so there's really no comparable there. Actually, there's been some mega deals in hockey, you know, haven't haven't there? Hockey gets kind of ridiculous for the length, yeah. Hockey um, is absolutely absurd. Like you, it's not insane. It's not crazy to hear, like seven to ten year deals in hockey. Yeah, would would you give any NBA player right now a thirteen year max deal? I I'd consider Giannis. I think that's it. Probably Giannis is gonna. But even then, Giannis is how old is he? Twenty three, twenty four. Yeah, I think he's twenty three. But with that length, I think I think he'll age great. Um, I mean, he'll age fine. He but he's things. he's not going to be the same player he is now when he's like thirty two. No, but you 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 reap the contract. I, I think whenever you you're given thirteen years, you're in ten yeah. years, eight years. Giannis is probably the. I think you're you're just you're just taking the, the L. You, like you know you're taking. You the could L convince me on a gamble for like Luca, considering yeah, he's I was like gonna say Luca nineteen too. now. Bill Simmons would probably try to give one to Zion. <laughs> um, Duke probably already has. Uh, yeah, um, I don't yeah it, it's just tough. I mean, good luck, Philly. I mean, I'm mean, honestly, I, that's the thing, right? If a Philly fans listen to this and they're bashing it, it's like, oh, see you next year. It's like, yeah, this this will be great for the next three, four, five, six, seven years. <laughs> you still got six years after that, you know. As far as your hockey contracts, my favorite terrible hockey contract is Milan Lucic for the Oilers. I just, I, I just had to double check. <laughs> so funny. Seven years, forty-two million dollars for the Oilers. Wow. Ends in 2023. Yeah. Uh, six million dollar cap hit for twenty percent of the nineteen point two five technically percent of the cap for a player who currently not even when he reaches thirty-four years old, which is when that contract. Is up. Uh, will has like I don't know five goals this year or something stupid like that. Yeah. With a with a no trade clause, by the way. 
Oh, so Tim Hardaway Jr. and his trade kicker. It's like, what, 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 what the fuck? What Who's the giving fuck? you this money? Why did Who's... we have to give you that? <laughs> yeah. 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 I don't know. But yeah, good, good luck, Phillies. I, you know, the Phillies are an up and coming team, but like San Diego, you're up and coming. But I, I feel like baseball, especially, we see these up and coming teams. Either, either it's over quick, or sometimes they don't even they don't even really have that big peak. I, I do have a better feeling about Philly than San Diego. I do too, just because they have some guys like like Aaron Nola and some you know in the, on the staff and a couple of young guys. Arietta's very happy on Instagram. So. Yeah, but I mean, um, they got what's his? Oh, who's the other? Bryce Haskins or Hoskins, whatever it is. Yeah, Reese Haskins. Bryce, Reese, sorry, sorry, I said Bryce. Hoskins. Yeah, he's yeah. really good. I don't know. They just got people. And yeah. You're in Philly. That's a pretty decent sized market. You can you can spend. Spend yeah. this much? That's a little nuts, but. Uh. Yeah, I mean, hey, right. Um, talk about war. I think I think the guys last year. Uh, like like Trout and uh, Betts peaked out at like uh, close to nine war, yeah. and so Philly was eighty and eighty two last year. So, you know, if assuming Harper is replacing a replacement player, that's like nine wins right there. If he can actually perform at his peak, you know, and then then you're at you know eighty nine wins, and you just you just hope the young guys progression. Get get you over the top. I mean, it's not that easy. There's a lot more that goes into it than that. But I guess that'd be your thinking if you're Philly, right? You're just looking at this analytically. Yeah. And and they went eighteen eighty two with a two and eight stretched in the year. So that uh, I just looked up. I just just to remind myself just how nuts that Rodriguez contract was though and that's actually a worse contract than the one what, what was it what was it so the the original one with the Rangers or the opt-out for the Yankees uh, either whatever one made you go the wow. opt-out for the Yankees is actually stupid yeah we opts out in 07 10 years what was that can you say it again? Ten years, two hundred twenty-five million dollars. He signed that when he was thirty. Wow, that's uh, it's absurd. But hey, you know what? If you're a big market team, whatever. But again, I, the same thing with the Padres. Like, do we know where baseball is going to be in thirteen years? No, we don't. But I, I, I hate. Not, not to like defend the Yankees because that contract was terrible at the time, but like there's a big difference between Alex Rodriguez, who is arguably the most talented baseball player like I've ever seen in my lifetime at his peak, and Bryce Harper, who was yeah. very talented but nowhere near that. I think there's also a difference between the Yankees making money hand over fist at that point, and yeah, I, I also still can't stress it enough. I can't believe you're paying this man in the NL where he can't play DH when he gets old. Yeah, yeah, that's, that is. I, that's still something that is bonkers to me. That is a big problem, and even even play third or first base, you know. I think that's the most like overrated thing is just like you have a power hitter who like can't play the field. And you're like, well, just stick him at like first base. Like that, it, 
it doesn't work like that, okay? That's like a hard position to play. But I think I what I'm saying though is I think first baseman lasts longer than than a uh, outfielder would. Oh, they do. You know, because because a lot of the first baseman is it's not about your your athleticism. Yeah, you need f- to be flexible, but it's all about knowing the knowledge to play play the position. Well, like part of Harper's value is like him being a somewhat plus outfielder. Yeah, or long that's gonna last. Yeah, I don't know. Should at least last a little bit, but yeah, I think that goes before an infielders would, especially you know, someone in that first or third. Hey, what was his defensive war? His defensive war, oh boy. Is it? Oh boy. This past year. Uh, when he was younger, he was all right. This I know I know year. this I know recently it's been a tough look. Well, it was fine in t- twenty seventeen, but negative three point two. Oh, and uh, considering his offensive war was only 4.2. Uh... No, maybe we just convert him back to catcher. That'll, that'll elongate his career. Yeah. Unless I think his, his real peak was 2015. That, that was his true... I mean, he won MVP that year, right? Yeah. You know, we're, we're a few years removed of that. It, I mean, two, two, year... of thras- two of the threats... Two of the past three years, he's batted below 250. Now, 240 and 249 those seasons, but still. Also, like every year, he just like starts off the season like on fire, and you're like, holy shit, another MVP for Bryce Harper, and then he dies. Yeah. Well, you know, I, I'm, you know, Philly, they'll, you know, Again, I said a million times. In the few first few years, you hope it's good. It's not, boy. But good luck, good luck, and uh, it's crazy back. to think. Like, imagine if he was doing all putting up like his peak numbers, still like playing catcher. Yeah, no kidding. Uh, yeah, I think I think though you would never leave my catcher putting up those peak numbers. Oh yeah, no. I mean, that's why as soon as he got drafted, they're like, you're not playing catcher. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, even the few times we see like great hitting catchers make it to the majors, I mean, they they get they get changed pretty quickly um, to another position. So, um, yeah, I guess. Uh, do you have anything else to add for for uh, baseball? All right. All right. I, I mean, I'm still I'm still like in shock. Honestly. Yeah. I you see again the the years not dollars. Like, I, I just thought it was going to be another ten year deal with a little bit more money. Uh, honestly, I, yeah. Honestly, if it was like the same money for ten years, it's like that makes more sense. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Ten years, same thing. Put opt outs. Like I don't know, year like four, five, six, something like that. You're just like, yeah, whatever. Like that yeah. seems like a standard. Like what Bryce Harper like would command in this market. He was like, no, fuck that. Yeah, yeah. Uh, yeah. All right, though. Um, Ready to move on? Let's go. Uh, so, really, it's basketball season this time of year. Um, and it's been a tough season. I mean, there really haven't been, like, too many, you know, huge huge team stories. Um, because, well, the Warriors have five All-Stars in their starting lineup. 
Um, and so that's kind of our discussion is, is what are the teams we think that can really compete with them? Not win. We say compete. We want, we want like what teams will do like the Rockets thing last year where it's like, oh, the Rockets can actually like win this thing. And then like when we look back like five years later, it's like, yeah, no, they had no shot. Yeah, and I think we're going to include Eastern Conference teams, um, yeah. even just though like, I think they have the worst chance just because the Warriors are going to be the most locked in in that round. Yeah, but it's still, we're just talking about this from like a talent matchup standpoint as far as, but not not like a realistic logistical standpoint. Yeah. Yeah, so, all right. Hey, do you want to do you want to nominate a team to to uh, talk about first? Yeah, I think I think you got to you got to start with uh, with Milwaukee right now, right? Absolutely. A team that I've just like these past like few years has just like consistently gotten better and better, just like along with their superstar, which is like just what you want. want well, I don't think Jason Kidd. Uh, those years, they were necessarily on the upward trend, but uh, well, they were getting better, not like exponentially. Like they've gotten exponentially better. Yeah, like, like this year, like they, I you can't tell me they were like not getting at least a little. No, no. Like this is this is ridiculous with Coach Bud but still. Which, yeah, I don't know when you have a team that makes like such a big jump like this. It does kind of make you wonder like is it sustainable in the playoffs and uh originally i was i didn't think so but just watching them play more and more i'm like yeah i would be not uh i'd be pretty scared to play them if i was like any any fan of anything i i feel like they could use like maybe one more person for the lineup like even if it's just like an emergency center type deal, but a man Bledsoe, Brogdon, Middleton, Giannis, Lopez, Miritich, Ilyasova, and George Hill. That's that's pretty good. It it's it's really it's really good. Uh, obviously. Giannis is like the probably the only guy in, in that lineup where you're just like confident can just take over like literally any game. But there's other guys in there who you're just you wouldn't surprise you at all if they just like went on fire. Oh yeah, because Middleton can absolutely catch fire. Um, Let's all obviously just go go off. And Lo- Lopez has played well against the the Warriors before. I mean, I remember when we had the uh, the Nets pick, you know, followed them pretty closely, and the Nets would do stuff against the Warriors. And yeah, it's probably because they weren't taking them seriously, but Lopez had some moments against the Warriors. It, it'll be interesting to see once the playoff comes around. Like, everyone likes talking about how Brooke Lopez is, like, shooting threes now, and he's, like, really good at it, which is, like, part to him, he is. If, like, they're just like, hey, Brooke, why don't you just put your back to the basket? Like five straight possessions and just get us five straight buckets. Yeah, like the team goes. Like I think that could just be something that they throw in. Like oh, oh, this is a thing. 
yeah. Now I, I could definitely see a recipe for a couple games that the the Bucks could pull off. You know, is the game Ilyasova does Ilyasova things, and everybody on the Warriors starts pointing fingers and shit. You know, um, and like, yeah, I think they got enough shooters uh, that could just catch fire. I mean, Middleton especially. I, I've seen him absolutely just go unconscious. Miritich too. Snell's decent at times. Um, yeah, if, if Snell's actually like playing well, then this team is legitimately terrifying. Is yeah, he, I don't want to call him like the X factor, but he's just like another guy you throw out there who's a really plus defender. And if he's just unconscious from beyond the arc, it's game over. Because he you could le- be that ninth man I was talking about. Yeah, because then you legitimately have like Giannis and like five guys who play defense and shoot him. Yeah. I, I do wonder though, I again my, my thing is though what happens when Broke Lopez he doesn't he's not one to get into foul trouble, but in the playoffs with the floor spaced, he could. What ha- what what's the plan B there? That's that's my biggest fear is the center position. Because Giannis can play center, but I, I don't think you want Giannis at center for the majority of the game. Um, I don't think so. And I, I do think Lopez is good enough for them to not have to play Giannis at center until like much time. No, no. Oh. Yeah, so so Buck's very good. Um, I, I, I've always been a fan of Bud. Um. Yeah, guess what? The Hawks team ever did shit in the playoffs, but like, this isn't that Hawks team. No, this, this is the first like legitimate superstar they ever had to. Yeah, and that that somehow gets overplayed and underplayed playoff time. Should. Yeah. Yeah. Especially with a good coach. Absolutely, absolutely. Um. I want to move out west, though, if we can for a minute. Want to, want to move out west? Yeah. I'm interested to see, hear who you have for the west. I think it's a little harder to come up with people who I legitimately think it's west. But You're going to be shocked, I think, in what team I say. But I'm I feel like saying... I, I feel like I have an idea who you... Might. Do you I'm saying it's the like, Thunder. Yeah, I, I thought it was one of two teams in the Thunder one. Or what was the other team? The other team I thought you might say would be the Nuggets. No, actually. No. Uh, the Thunder, though. I think the Thunder, the way Paul George is playing this year, I mean, I know Westbrook is not playing too good this year. Um, I don't care about his counting numbers. I don't care about uh, triple-doubles. I don't think he's having a good year this year. Um, for his standards, I mean, certainly. He's a top 15 NBA player, but I just think this team can defend. They can rebound. I don't think KD wants to play in OKC. I think weird things happens with that team when OKC comes around. Um, so I think it's a combination of, you know, you know, the, the Thunder of Ben 3 went up on them before, different team back then, but still... I just think this team they have the talent. They have the MVP, the MVP candidate in Paul George. So they just have that, just like the Bucks. Uh, they got size. They got defense. 
Um, not as much shooting. I don't think he's good of coaching. Um, and Westbrook can sometimes shoot a team in its foot. But yeah, I think the Thunder pose as good of a threat as anybody in the Western Conference. I really do. I I will be very interested to see on playoff time if Russell Westbrook's like, oh, it's playoff time now? Now's my time. And then all George gets the ball. That'll yeah. Be, that's going to be fun. I mean, we can't forget how bad playoff P was last year against the, the Jazz. Playoff P was bad. Oh. But to be perfectly honest, Paul George is this year, the most impressive things I've seen this year from him is just like how willing he is to just like take the ball and like actually like convert like in the clutch when like that was a big like laughing point of him. Yeah. Like he can't like last possession just like does it or doesn't want the ball or just like can't convert. And he's been converting this year. Really Cause that that was always been my thing with him. Paul George to me was always the guy he was the floor of, to me, up until this year, he was the floor of the guy, or, or the ceiling, rather, of what you can be when you don't have something special. You know, when you're just a really, really, really good all-around player. You know, you don't have, like, LeBron's intelligence or Steph Curry's shooting or, or, or Durant's length and, and skill. Like, it's just, there's a certain peak you can get by just being a really good, solid player. And I, I thought that was Paul George. And this year, he's proven me... No, you know, I, I can be great with the ball in my hands while playing, um, you know, all NBA caliber defense or, you know, you know what I mean? And so, like, yeah, I just, I've been really impressed with him this year. And that's why I think they pose the best threat to the Warriors in the Western Conference. He, he's gone from discount Kawhi Leonard to, like, just, he's Paul George now. Yeah. He's his, he's his own player. Really impressive just what he's doing. He's the best player on this team. Mm-hmm. At Russell Westbrook. Whatever. Yeah. Yeah, I mean, it, he is. It, he is. He absolutely is. Can't talk about the Thunder without just talking. Like, the pieces around him are putting up that, too. Like, somehow the Dennis Schroeder experiment is working this year. I don't know if anyone, like, saw this actually, like, panning out. Like, we all saw thought it was, like, like, a possibility, but we didn't give it, like, a shot, I feel. That's yeah, it always seemed like you, you could talk yourself into how it would work, but you always kind of seemed like, eh, I've seen sure to the past couple of years. Uh, doesn't really look like a winning basketball player, and also that fit next to Westbrook. But they've they've made it work, so credit to them. Um, Jeremy I, Grant is like hipster NBA, like all NBA first team. Yeah, yeah. Uh, yet to be seen really how it's working, but like, Mark Morris pick up is ridiculous. Yeah, I mean that's a big one. I mean that's someone that can play in a Warrior series. Absolutely can. I think fits real well in that series. I mean, just someone that can go back and forth to Draymond. You know, like you'll notice that's kind of my theme. Is I think that's how you beat the Warriors. How's that? You gotta have someone that that just gets into it with Draymond. Really hard to get into it. What's that? It's really hard to get into it with Draymond, though. No, it's not. But I think you need a guy. You mean Morris could be? 
I mean, Morris will just get under his skin and they'll just go at it. And I think, because I think, I think when Draymond gets off his game, I think, I think that feeds into other Warriors at times too. Um, I mean, right? I don't need. I have proof. When Draymond goes AWOL, that's the only NBA Finals that the Warriors have lost. The only time we have seen the Warriors lose in the playoffs in this era is when someone's gotten Draymond to do something stupid. So that's I don't know, that's never forget it. Point. Um, all right, do you, I, do you I have do, another I do, team? I do wish they, it feels like they're like six or seven deep. I do wish they had a couple more guys. That, that I'm with you. I'm with you. I'm going to make a difference. Yeah. I, I agree. I wish, I wish Pat Pat worked out. That would have been that. He, he's 29. He looks like he's 30. Yeah. What's, what's going with Roberson? Is, I know he had a setback, like when he was originally supposed to come back. Yeah. I have no idea if he, yeah, I don't. I don't really know if you want him against the Warriors. I mean, he's an awesome defender, so you probably want him at least for a little bit. But the lack of his shot really, really it makes definitely it feels easy. like you could find like twenty minutes a game for him. Certainly, so you certainly could. Another another player that just obviously doesn't pain out like in the NBA now. It'd be nice if they just had like Nerlens Noel to like actually like play and like protect the rim, like yeah, when Stephen Adams can't do it, so. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, only have one room protector is kind of rough. Okay, do you want to nominate another team? I would, and to be honest, this is really the only other team I'm considering, and that's that's the Toronto Raptors right now. Okay. <sighs> Their roster is... They started off the year with... A pretty like even out roster, just an upgrade over last year, just for the sheer fact you got Kawhi over Demar, and that's not really a knock on Demar. I love Demar, but Kawhi playing well is just better. And now it's it almost feels more top heavy, which somehow is something they've never had. And come playoff time, that's something you kind of need, which is why I'm like really intrigued as to what's going to happen with Kawhi, Kyle Lowry, Marcus All, just. Serge Ibaka playing well at age 48 or however old he is. Just, and while still finding these other guys to just fill out the roster, like the Jeremy Lin pickup, love that. Getting Pat McCaw, you know, when, once he gets like fully healthy, this will be great. Still have Powell, Siakam, OG. I, I don't know. This roster is just unbelievable. I hear you on Toronto. I would, this is crazy. I would actually put a team above Toronto. Oh, would you? I would. I uh, and it's because of Kyle Lowry. Uh, I just, hey. I just don't. I, I just, I, I don't have any proof that he would be good in that series. I get, I get that, but at the same time, I feel like he's, he was always asked to like really carry such a significant load. Before, I don't think he has to do it this year. Yeah, because it's sort of at first Demar starts sucking, and then they're like, "Well, Larry bail us out," and then he couldn't. Now it's it's the Kawhi show, and then it's like Lowry, you try, and it's like, oh, you're not really feeling it. Let's just pass the ball around, give it to us all, just make sure you're creating, and then you just give it to 
all these perimeter players that we have now that can just shoot and also and also drop like that's the thing is their role players aren't just three and D guys. Like they can all put the ball on the floor and like go get fouled and get to the basket. Yeah. The team so yeah, the team I teased it, the team I would actually put ahead of them is the Rockets. And I get I get it. They're not the same Rockets as last year. Um, you know, they're far from the same team as last year. But something about James Harden and P.J. Tucker and just what D'Antoni does, I I think the, the Rockets, again, I, you know, I think maybe the Raptors have a better chance of an outside shot of beating the Warriors. But if you thought I could give them a series, I'm putting the Rockets above the Raptors because I've seen it before. Chris Paul... Uh, you know, he, he really messes with those guys. He's, you know, when he starts doing his Chris Paul things on Curry, you know, you can't call all these fouls, you know, and I just, I still, I still have the Rockets as someone that can give the Warriors a series, even though, uh, this isn't the Rockets of last year. I like your Rockets pick just for the sheer fact that I've never sold my Kenneth Reed stock. Okay. Cash it in right. Yeah. Never sold it, kept it, let it depreciate. Now it's appreciating. Just give, oh, let me reap the benefits. Yeah. But yeah, I mean, the Rockets are definitely a team I definitely considered, but I, it's another one of those things where it's like the Rockets, I don't even know if they really, they seem to go like five deep, maybe six. And then I'm just like, now what? No. I hear you. Uh, yeah. Harden, Paul. But I mean, Porter. the Rockets just beat him recently, too. Like, I just think. Hella. That's five. I mean, yeah, it's it's not great, but. Chumper. They, they didn't even Harden when they beat him. They like, just. It's so it's so hard for me to judge like if a team beats the Warriors in the regular season. I, I know, know, I know, but I just I just seen it with the Rockets, like my I, I've seen it with my own two eyes, you know. Well, no, I don't think this is a terrible pick to just be like, yeah, this team is going to be like a scary one. And again, right? If if you're like, which team is more likely to beat the Warriors? Maybe I'd go Raptors, but I have more confidence in Houston giving the uh, the Warriors a series than the Rock the Raptors. I'm with you. Like, I have, I would have more faith in the Rockets to not get swept, but I somehow have more faith in the Raptors to win. Yeah. Okay. All right. Or like go seven. So, so we agree those are the four teams that could give them a series. Or, or are you out? Are, are you with me on OKC or, or not? Because I, I'm really, I'm more with you on Houston than OKC. To be honest with you, I think okay. there's three teams, and I think those are. The, Okay. All right. I mean, there's other teams in the league that are like obviously have like the talent or whatever, but I don't. Yeah. Yeah. It, it's just not not happening. Like obviously, beginning of the year we would have said our Celtics. That's obviously laughable now. Yeah. That, that Sixers are always up and down. Still feel too young for that. I just feel like the the Sixers are too exploitable. Like that's the thing. The Warriors are so smart. Yeah. You're right with that. I mean, Lakers aren't going to make the playoffs, but you can never be like, yeah, 
definitely don't want to say LeBron James could do that. Yeah. But. I want to say Portland. I really do, but I can't. You can't that, after you can't after last year. You can't. No, you can't. You can't. Like because that's the thing. The Port, Portland Trailblazers with Damon. I love Damon CJ so much. Like, I you know I was I was I was this close to buying me some dames this winter. Um, Dame Dallas. Yeah, yeah. I, I just love those guys. I um, want. I like. I like. I'd want to say the Jazz, but I just no. I yeah. Can't. Yeah. I would have loved to say the Jazz. Like, if the Jazz ended up actually getting, like, Mike Conley, that would have been such a fun team. Yeah. And the Pacers are hard for me, too, because the Pacers play so damn hard, you know? Pacers with Depot was an interest, would have been an interesting conversation. Yeah, yeah. Like, and especially since we saw the Pacers, you know, they really made the Cavs and LeBron sweat it out. Like, we've I seen I thought they were going to win that series. Yeah, me too. Like they just have dudes, you know, like and that would be interesting. I, I, I don't think they'd win, but I, I feel like the Pacers are a team that would like maybe even get swept, but like all four games would be like close and make the Warriors like really play their A game towards the end. Yeah, um, the Pacers are just like slightly better Brooklyn. Yeah. Yeah, I don't know. They they play hard though. They're a really good team. Nuggets, Nuggets feel like no. They feel like what the twenty fourteen Atlanta Hawks to me almost. Yeah, I don't even know. I think I just think I still just think Jokic is is too exploitable. Like, like defensively, I just think this team in general. I mean, like not every, everyone on that team pretty much feels exploitable. That's to, I think Millsap is really the only plus defender. I guess people like Gary Harris is an alright defender. Gary Harris is okay. Even Millsap at this point in his career is just not definitely not what it was. Hey, I think though at that power forward position, being smart is equally as important as being able to move. And he, he doesn't. Well, I'm not that. saying he's a bad defender, but like saying he's like a plus defender feels like almost like a stretch. Okay, fine. because you know, he's not particularly like long enough to like really like protect the rim or anything like that. Oh, yeah, you know? you're right. He doesn't really make that much of a defensive impact. He's just not a bad defender, right? Yeah. Um, like, if he's if he's your fourth or fifth guy, you know, they're certainly not happy go- attacking him like they would a fourth or fifth guy. Um, but, yeah, I just I just don't see the Nuggets, really. I mean, they have a great home, home court advantage, so that's something, but feels very much like a regular season team at the playoff team. And that could change in the future. I mean, they still have Michael Porter Jr. and um, guys that can grow as well that are playing right now. Um, they got heart. They have Isaiah Thomas, you know, a good leader, uh, someone who goes out there and says the right things and, you know, gets his teammates involved, knows when to take over, when not to, you know. Um Someone with experience, you know. Thank, so, thank Isaiah Thomas when you just said he was a good leader. That's like the greatest subtweet of all time, right there. Yeah, thank you. Was, thank you. I just, I just want to applaud you for that. Yeah, he really, you know, he really makes sure all his teammates are playing well. Yeah, um, that was just. Yeah, you, you deserve a medal for that one. Yeah, thank you, thank you. Um, 
you you guys know Isaiah is is pretty good with the media too. You know, always says the right thing. Always yeah. You know, knows when to talk, when not to talk. Yeah. Yeah. <sighs> um. Also gets the free throw line. That that that's nice. That I miss was... I, I miss having a point guard that gets the free throw line. All right, all right, the good, all right. The good old days. Maybe, maybe I should stop bitching. Um, uh, it's hard not to, though. Um, yeah, that's, that's that's it, though, for teams that can actually give the Warriors a challenge. Uh, we said challenge, not win. Yeah. That would yeah. be absolutely insane. I am yeah. looking for... The thing is, this NBA season, I don't know. I'm not too excited for it. I think next year's will be so much better, because I think... It won't be as Why, much as like, the media. see the New York media attack Katie and Kyrie when they. I don't think it'll be as much as the media says it is, but like we definitely will have free agent movement, and that it will be fun because we yeah. will have a lot of new, new people on new teams and stuff like that. Yeah, this, this year kind of felt like a run back of, of last year a, a little bit. Yeah. Obviously, with our team sucking. Breath, so. Yeah, yeah, it should be it should be fun. Um, and uh, I also want to mention I, I've been thinking about this a little bit um, just randomly kind of because I'm you know an NBA hole but Steph Curry is so freaking good man I don't think we appreciate him enough because the whole Warriors thing <laughs> he's he's really good at basketball like I think he's he's the second best player of this decade I'm putting him there yeah um and I don't care how controversial well, it is. Um, that's a hot take. Yeah, I it, do. Two? Yeah. I'm having a hard time with the two. I I do. I put him. I put him above KD. I put him above, you know, the guys that were better early in the decade, like Dwayne Wade or Kobe or whatever you want to say. <clears throat> I. I I think three is undisputable. Putting him above KD is really tough. Oh, I absolutely put him above. Look at the Warriors with and without Curry and with no without Durant. I think Curry right now, he's the only point guard I think that has figured out how to play point guard in the modern NBA. Like how to be an all-star MVP candidate point guard. It's still getting his teammates involved. Because we never you never hear Steph Curry. Oh, yeah, Steph Curry doesn't get his teammates involved. Steph Curry, ball hog. Steph Curry, oh, can you really win the way Steph Curry plays? You never hear that. Because Steph, Steph Curry knows he holds the ball just the right amount. I, I just think he, he is just so... What part of this is the Warriors' like, system? Sure, sure. But, again, I'm not going to punish players for playing in a bad system. I mean, oh, I'm, I'm, not, I don't, I'm not saying you should. The thing, the thing about the KD over Curry thing for me... Would just be like the beginning of the decade. KD was like MVP level, and all ever since has like maintained that. Whereas Curry was like good at the beginning of the decade, got really good at like 2013, 2014 range, and then just became all world for like the rest of the decade. Yeah, I, I still, I still, like, I, I'm, not, I, I'm not saying like. I'm not saying you're taking. Yeah, like we're we're one just... off, right? That's that's what we're saying. What you haven't flip flopped? I, I don't know what you're saying. because because you, wouldn't you say Curry three? That's what I'm saying. Yeah, I would say Curry three. I feel like that's that's a reasonable, if not like 
I think if you said Curry was below three, I'd, you'd be hard pressed to like come up with a solid argument for anyone else. Yeah. Uh, he's he's about to have four titles, two MVPs. Um, you know, I, countless All NBA first teams. Um, yeah, I, I don't know. I don't know. Three. I would put him at three. I would put him at three. I'd have okay. Katie slightly above. Yeah, I, mean, I you know, certainly. Just to be fair, you're not like super hot take. You're not saying one because that would be absolutely ridiculous. No, absolutely. I, I mean, it's it's more like Curry's at four, and there's just no one in the two and three spots. You know, um, front <laughs> so good. We just give him the top top ten. Yeah, no, no kid. I mean, I really was just thinking about it the other day, just. I just did a whole big NBA thought process, and I was just like, damn. LeBron from, like, I, I think his four-year stretch from his last Heat title that year to his Cleveland title, I, I will, ne- we will we will never see anything close to in our lifetime. Um, I mean, you could even argue, like, the LeBron stretch from, like, like 08 to 09 until, like, literally last year. I just feel like at that point he he was so mentally above everybody else. Like, that, I'm, like I'm not I'm not denying that that stretch isn't like special like in in the whole like LeBron scheme of themes. I'm just saying like that overall like entire like you want to talk about entire like decade plus. Of yeah. Just someone being the best at what they do. Yeah. No, absolutely no. True. Yeah, shout out to both those guys. I mean, Curry and LeBron. Whew, whew. But, yeah. yeah, that's that's just kind of my thought because I was thinking about that the other day. I wanted to get it out there, you know, because it's something I believed in. It does feel a little underappreciated nowadays. Yeah, I think I think he is with the the whole Durant to the Warriors thing. You know, and Warriors are just going to win it this year. I think I think we forget just can't can't wait for him to win a third MVP when Durant leaves with thirty five. Yeah. Years. 50-40-90 Yeah, because that's that's the thing. That's that's what kind of made me think of it. Is is if Katie leaves the Warriors, I'm I'm really excited to see what they can. I, I think Steph Curry will. will uh, you know, if it happens, Steph Curry will just show everybody. Yes, I'm still the premier guard of this league. Um, yeah, it's it's a little blasphemous for people that are like James Harden's the best guard in the league. Yeah, yeah, I think. Yeah, Harden's really impressive. Harden might even be more impressive at times, but. Um, eh. Curry, I it's just different. I. They're different. They do different things. I wouldn't say more impressive. But I, yeah, no, that's fair. Harden was never out there pulling from like forty. That's true. Like, I, I think we've we've gotten so used to that now, though. You know. Like it's no longer impressive to see Steph Curry pull up. No, it's still impressive it's, to me. It's, it's just Steph. It's just Steph. It's impressive when there's like 18 seconds left in the shot clock. There's there's really no reason to. He's just like, yeah, I'm open. Why not? Yeah. No, I just I also just love Steph too. I mean, really, everything with All Star Weekend, you know, um, you know, there's stories out there that just how great of a guy he is. You know, someone who you know who's out in town and uh his brother got engaged and still was just you know the best guy to fans i saw i saw a fan um a video fan wanted him to rub his hat all over him so he got curry sent on it and he did it and like she's a good guy too you know which i don't think can be 
uh, underappreciated. You know, good leader, of course, too. Um, so shout out to Steph Curry. I, I love this. I love Steph Curry haters because I'm just like, what's your argument? Yeah, no kidding. I mean, honestly, you can't hate that guy. I've heard the argument. It's like he's too cocky, and I'm like, what? No, no. I'm like, so who's your favorite basketball player right now? And they'll just those names. I'm like, and they're not cocky, like at all. Is it biased to say he's like fun cocky when he is? Uh, His cockiness is kind of like it's almost. It almost feels like he's he's like with us. Is like I can't believe I just did that. Yeah, he feels like more of an entertainer cocky than he is like. Yeah, he's. It's definitely more of an entertainer where he's like, hey, look, I'll try this shit. Oh, shit, I did it. I'm the best. Not like, hey, I'm going to do this because I'm the best. And like, I'm definitely, I'm like better than you, like at everything, like at life. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. Um, I, I, like, I like that you brought that up. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. Shout, shout out to Steph Curry. Um, and so, yeah, is that is that all we we talk about this episode? Anything else to add? Nothing, nothing immediately comes to mind. Is there anything else you got to talk about? No, no big soccer news or anything. Not really, not really. This is this is a perfect time of year. It just once we get into March, that's when everything starts to ramp up because, like. The title races and all the leagues are on Champions League, and it's gonna get good, but sort of still, still heating up. Um, no, no, no. Anything fun happened in the Tottenham game last week or anything? No, nothing good. All right. Oh man, too much has happened in Tottenham. Too, too much in the Tottenham world. Yeah, honestly, there is. Um, I guess, the, I guess the best soccer news though is uh, Chelsea's keeper. I don't know if you saw this. Yeah. Well, I did. I did see that. Yeah, I did actually. You refused to be subbed out. I, we need more of that in more sports. Uh, just the memes, you know. I just, I just loved, uh, you know, the lineup tweet comes out on Twitter, and uh, <laughs> the tweet was just uh, the keeper's name, which I cannot pronounce. Um, so I'm just gonna call him uh, Keppa. That's his first name. Um, you know, Keppa. Keppa decided to, uh, you know, he put out this starting lineup rather than the. Oh, I was just great. Which is great, very memeable. That's what sports are nowadays, right? Just, just, just making memes, no? I mean, that's life. Yeah, that, that is life nowadays, huh? That is life. Fucking anti-vaxxers. Oh Jesus! All right, that's, yeah, a lack that's, of enough. Life. that's a lack of life. <laughs> that's enough of that. That's enough of that. I'm, uh, uh, thank you guys for listening. Uh, you, you don't have anything to add, do you? Oh no. no before I, I end this. Uh, go Bruins. I think I'm stupid like 12-0-2 in the last 14 or something like that. So, go Bees. Yeah, yeah. Go get them, Bruins. <laughs> but thanks for listening. Bye-bye. Bye-bye.